0: Back to our study, we're talking about living on a level beyond what most people do, and that's the level of God's Spirit and allowing His Holy Spirit to produce through us the qualities of life, the fruit that He wants. And the Bible says the fruit of the Holy Spirit is gentleness. And this is a word that's not too much in vogue today. Uh, most people look for somebody who's tough, not gentle. But the amazing thing is, if we really understood what gentle meant, then we would understand that we can be both. We can be very tough and very gentle at the same time. And the Bible says that blessed are the meek or gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. And what is gentleness anyway? It's not some Casper milk toast who just uh, lets everybody run all over them and trample them underfoot. But it's a combination of tenderness and toughness, and that's what Jesus had. We see gentleness in the life of Jesus. And the Bible says he invited people to come to him in Matthew 11, and he told them he would give them rest because he said, I am gentle and humble in spirit. If you want to know what God is like, you need to know that he is gentle and he is humble. The reason why God asks us to be humble and gentle is because that's what he is. You see, that's the kind of quality he has. And that's the quality he wants to produce in us. Jesus in Matthew 12 talked about the fact that he was a battered reed that would not break off. And he wants to be that to us. He wants to be that power to us that's gentle. When he made his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, he didn't come in pomp and power. He didn't come riding a white horse. He came on a little donkey. The mighty Christ, the Savior of the world, was not in a Roman chariot with great white horses pulling it. He was in a, on the back of a little donkey, and that showed his humbleness. He's called the Lamb of God, and when he was baptized, the bird, do- the, the bird that was a dove came and lit on him. Lamb and dove, they're some of the gentleness of God's creatures, uh, and they're humble, a lamb has no ability to really defend itself. It depends on the shepherd, and that's what we must do. A dove is always a symbol of peace and humility, and that's what, that's what God's like, and <clears throat> that's why we must humble ourselves too and depend on him. Jesus was often called the lamb, Of God. He was a simple lamb. See, the lamb is the simplest of creatures. It has no schemes, it has no plans for helping itself. It exists in helplessness and simplicity, and it depends on its shepherd. So we must depend on God. Jesus was also the shorn lamb, shorn of his rights, his reputation, the lamb as the lamb is shorn of its wool. Jesus never recited how great he was, or he never resisted evil. He stood against it, but even though he was reviled, he reviled not again. Jesus never said, you can't treat me like that. I'm the son of God. No, that was never his way. Jesus on the cross showed us that we have to lose our lives. We can't demand our rights. As we are gentle and humble, he uses us powerfully. He was also the silent lamb. Like a sheep before her shares is dumb, he opened not his mouth. He never defended himself. He was not concerned about his reputation or his image. He was not loud in his own self-defense, even though he was called a wine-bibber and a glutton, even though he was called a sinner, even though he was called uh, one who committed himself to demons. he He never tried to defend himself. He just stood true in who he was in gentleness. And he's the spotless lamb who was crucified on the cross for our sins and gave his life as a ransom for many. The Bible says all we like sheep had gone astray, but the Lord had laid on him the shepherd the sins of us all. He became our shepherd who died for us. So I think when we understand a little bit more about the word gentleness and see it in Jesus, we can see how by his spirit we can be gentle. The Old Testament word for gentle is to be molded. It's it's God molding us. It's God making us into the person that he wants us to be. And he wants to form us and fashion us. And that's his purpose, to take us where we are and move us to where he wants us to be. The Greek word for gentleness is to be tamed by God. It's the picture of a wild horse who's been captured running free. And that wild horse is now being tamed and being broken, not broken in spirit, but broken so that it will respond. And it becomes broken to the rider and tamed by the rider, and now it becomes power under control before it was power but it wasn't under control now it's under control and that's what gentleness is power under control it's humility born of trustful obedience and submission to christ and that's what gentleness really shows us and what it shows forth from our lives now gentleness is needed in every area of our lives in our homes in our relationships and the Bible says that we're to be humble in spirit. The Bible talks about a woman being gentle. That doesn't mean she's a doormat for her husband to walk on. It means that she has a heart that is open to serve and bless and strengthen. And she's power under control. The Bible says that those who oppose us, that we should deal gently with them. And we should we should seek to... to act in a way that would glorify God toward them. And when someone is a wayward believer who is far from God, the Bible tells us how we are to act toward them. In, in Galatians chapter 5, or chapter 6, I'm sorry, and verse 1 it says, Brothers and sisters, if someone's caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently and watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens. And this, and thus fulfill the law of Christ. in other words, we're to help that person who fails, that person who falls is not to be condemned and criticized, but they're to be helped, they're to be restored, they're to be put back together, they're to be brought back into the fold. and we're to do this when someone wrongs us, we're to respond to them in gentleness. And even in our witness to the world, we're to express gentleness. The poem goes like this that I read not long ago. He humbled himself, talking about Jesus. He humbled himself to the manger and even to Calvary's tree, but I am so proud and unwilling his humble disciple to be. He yielded his will to the Father and chose to abide in light, but I prefer trying and trusting and try by myself to do right. Lord, break me, then cleanse me and fill me and keep me abiding in you Fellowship may be unbroken, and your image will be fashioned in me. But see, that's what's important is that we allow Jesus to do through us what we can't do for ourselves. God bless you. I hope you have a great day, and I hope the gentleness of Christ comes through your life.